From the bosom of the devastated earth, a voice goes up with our own. It says, disarm, disarm. The sword of murder is not the balance of justice. Blood does not wipe out dishonor, nor violence indicate possession. Amen. That reading, written by Unitarian Julia Ward Howe in 1870, is a proclamation, an appeal for women to come together for world peace. World peace is a wonderful concept, but the reason behind this appeal wasn't because world peace was a nice to have. The catalyst for this appeal was the violent murder of women's sons. This was a time of the American Civil War and the Franco-Prussian War. Julia Ward Howe and many other mothers in the United States were done with the violence. They were fed up and disgusted that the nation took a pacifist stance and declined to end the violence. The mothers refused to stand by and do nothing while their sons returned home from war in body bags or worse. Julia Ward Howe shared her 1870 proclamation around the world. Though it was translated in many languages, these mothers shared a mutual understanding, a common sadness, a common anger. Stop killing our children. War and violence does not make things better, they make things worse. Years later, we still celebrate Mother's Day. The celebration was not initially intended to officially recognize a mother's importance, however. In fact, it was called Mother's Day for Peace. Somehow, after years of commercialization of the holiday and flowers and candy and cards, the For Peace title was somehow dropped. Later, in 1907, Mother's Day was officially recognized, focusing on doting on our mothers instead of advocating for peace on behalf of mothers. I feel like the original goals of the holiday have been sanitized and washed away. The truth in history is women publicly opposing the decisions of the men of their time, which caused the death of their children, especially their sons. The United States often creates federal holidays as a symbolic gesture to justice. Juneteenth or Martha Luther King Jr. Day mean little unless we can connect the dots and feel the generational pain of black mothers. And if the United States insists on gifting us another holiday to avoid reform, then give us election day so more of us can vote. Yeah. I'm glad to have Mother's Day as a holiday. I don't have a problem with Juneteenth either. It's just that some of us, I, would prefer real, deep, meaningful change instead of token symbolic gestures. Mothers, will not get freedom from their pain by asking nicely. 
the deep sorrow from having to bury their own children won't end. In his letter from a Birmingham jail, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote that freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. Mothers will not get our freedom from violence by the kindness of anyone's heart. We must demand it, name it, call them out, keep calling them out and showing up and being relentless. I cannot talk about holy rage without speaking about what is happening in our nation right now around reproductive justice, about the right for a portion person to have an abortion. The U.S. Supreme Court ruling that allowed women the right to make their own decision about their body without excessive interference is at risk of being overturned. To control women's bodies is the core tenet of what patriarchy means in our society. Controlling the bodies of half the population is about power. It's about oppression. The issue of reproductive justice is also inherently racist. The most in need of access to safe and affordable abortions are black people. Our eighth principle of Unitarian Universalism calls us to hold ourselves and others accountable. It calls us to be deliberate in pushing back against all oppressions, systemic and acute in ourselves and our institutions. So let's push. May we give birth to higher standards of decency, respect, and love. May we hold ourselves and our world accountable. An article from the Associated Press titled, Who's Getting Abortions? Not Who You Think, explains this, and I quote, in fact, the women come from virtually every demographic sector, but year after year, the statistics reveal that black women and economically struggling women who have above average rates of unintended pregnancies are far more likely than others to have abortions. About 13% of American women are black, yet new figures from the Centers for Disease Control show they account for 35% of the abortions. Black anti-abortion activists depict this phenomena in dire terms, genocide and Holocaust, for example. But often, the women getting the abortion say they act in the interests of the children they already have. End quote. So if women are not allowed to control their own bodies, who is to say they won't try to control who you can marry? What else is at risk? How far will it go? Whose rights are next on the chopping block? Back in 1870, the Mother's Day for Peace mothers and their supporters knew where they stood. There was no gray area. They were angry. They were done with their children being killed in vain. As we shift to more modern times, the Black Lives Matter protests first started in 2014. The mothers of sons and daughters murdered by police violence or while in police custody knew where they stood. 
there was no gray area either. As they mourned and protested, many were also re-victimized by groups and charities who promised to help them. The mothers learned that corporations promised millions toward their cause and that the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation raised money that the mothers were never actually given. What is worse than losing your child senselessly and then having someone profit from your loss and sorrow. Eventually, to help separate themselves and others from being misled, these mothers formed a support group called Mothers of the Movement. In his article, Mothers of the Movement, Advocating for an End to Racism and Gun Violence, Chris Whitley writes that the parents' goal is to save other children from racism and gun violence. They understand that not every child murdered receives the media attention that their child received. So they speak up and dedicate themselves to raising awareness and demanding change. Who are these mothers? They include women such as, but not limited to, Leslie McSpadden, mother of Michael Brown, Gwen Carr, the mother of Eric Garner, Maria Hamilton, mother of Dontre Hamilton, Geneva Reedville, mother of Sandra Bland, Sabrina Fulton, mother of Trayvon Martin, and Lucy Macbeth, future U.S. representative and mother of Jordan Davis. They are not the first women to make a political statement and leverage the media to advocate for justice. For example, 1955, Mammy Elizabeth Till Mobley, mother of 15-year-old Emmett Till, leveraged the media to showcase injustice. In the 2016 Time article, When One Mother Defied America, the photo that changed the civil rights movement, they wrote, when Till's mother, Mammy, came to identify her son, she told the funeral director, let the people see what I've seen. She brought him home to Chicago and insisted on an open casket. Tens of thousands filed past Till's remains, but it was the publication of the searing image photographed by David Jackson and first published in Jet Magazine with mommy gazing at her murdered child's ravaged body that forced the world to reckon with the brutality of American racism. For almost a century, African Americans were lynched with regularity and impunity. Now, Thanks to a mother's determination to expose the barbarousness of the crime, the public could no longer pretend to ignore what they couldn't see. The article goes on to say that Mammy Elizabeth Till Mobley understood the power of imagery to expose America's racism. When I think about these videos, these photos, I think about other stories. I think about how in 1980, Mothers Against Drunk Driving was started 
because Candace Leitner lost her daughter to an impaired motorist. I think about the painful legacy of boarding schools, which in practice were more like prisons. I think about women who give birth in prison and who are otherwise not allowed to parent their children in love due to racism and other discrimination. I think of women who are deemed too poor to be able to parent their own children and have them taken away by force. Unwed mothers forced to give up their children. I think of enslaved women forced to bear children and then have their children sold and stolen, knowing their children will be abused. Mother's Day is a complicated holiday. And to mother is a complicated experience. From the heart, body, and soul, the joy of creating life to the possibility and fear of having to bury your own child. What is a mother? Motherhood is a complex concept. What makes a good mother depends on who you ask, where you are, and what part of history you're living in. Is being a mother a privilege? Not all women-identified people can physically bear children, but they can still mother. From my sociological perspective, motherhood is a social construction. It's a concept of being created by our society in which we've been socialized our whole lives. Motherhood is real. And motherhood, again, it's complex. And at the same time, I believe anyone, in fact, can be a mother. We all can be mothering. Our earth, our bodies, our spirits, our hearts need mothering. We need nurturing, endurance, and unconditional love. We need a mother's holy rage to win the war on racism and hate. In the book, Three Mothers, by Anna Malacca Tubbs. She discusses how women shaped Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and James Baldwin, how they shaped their sons' revolutionary spirits. But like many women who create great things that go against the status quo, it comes at a risk. On June 30th, 1974, the mother of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Alberta Williams King, was at the church of her youth, Ebenezer Baptist Church. She was a college-educated leader in her church, member of the NAACP, and involved in several social justice organizations. As she played the Lord's Prayer on the organ, she was shot dead at 70 years old. Her murderer, a 20-year-old man from Ohio, claimed, all Christians are my enemies. About 
2,000 years ago, Mary, Jesus's mother, experienced the horror of state-sanctioned violence and cruelty against her innocent son. He was murdered because he envisioned a better world and would not submit to injustice and oppression. When Jesus gave his last breath and in the presence of his mother, his mother Mary, he called out to God. I can imagine how heavy the heart of Mary was in those moments. On May 25th, 2020, a white male police officer pressed his knee against George Floyd's neck. I picture the pressure and weight of white supremacy culture, hate, ignorance bearing down into George Floyd's body. George Floyd did not suffocate in silence. In his final breath, he did not even call out to God. He called out to his mother. His mother had died two years prior. I remember playing on the playground with my children. I know my child's cry, but when I hear the cry of any child, my instincts, my heart, compel me to look up, raise my head, see what the matter was. There was an unspoken rule on the playground. If you heard a child's cry, we all lift our heads and go help. George Floyd called out to his mother, but all mothers with hearts to hear lifted their heads, took to the streets, took to politics, took to heart, took to love. George Floyd could have been anyone's son. Every person murdered for war, who died at the hands of racism, greed, the distorted idea of manifest destiny, patriarchy, they all were someone's child. They all had someone who loved them. How might we honor our mother on Mother's Day? Vote, speak up, believe, don't take our rights for granted. If we love our mother, if we love women, if we love our fellow human beings, how can we rest in that fact and remain silent to the injustice of oppression? May we lift our heads. May we get into good trouble. May we love unconditionally, get angry, and raise our voices. May we embody the holy rage of mothers.
That was our A. Powell Davies intern. I just wanna, I just wanna give you a shout out. Yes. Take it in, Ebony. And Ebony, I think there's someone really special here today. Do you wanna say who that is? My mother is in the house today. 